Hey everyone, and welcome to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra, a show that breaks down special events, projects, dates, and silos within the BPX ecosystem. Now, without further delay, let's get to this episode of BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra. Welcome back, everybody, to the Radish Digital Studios here in Syracuse, New York. We are, we have a very big show. This is a special BPX After Dark Daytime Special Edition. I'm here with Gen Con, and we have a couple guests we're going to be talking to. Uh, and let's get to that first guest right away because there was some huge news in the Black Packs uh, community over the last 24 hours. We have uh, Tito with us, and he is going to talk about uh, something that happened with him and Alpha involving Minor 9999. So, uh, Tito and Alpha, welcome. What do you have for us? here. And uh, you have to excuse excuse my um, maybe confused look at times, because I am just looking at a screen of boxes and names, so um no you can see me on video but yeah th- thanks for having me on and uh yes as of yesterday um the last nft minted in the last uh nft contract and nft collection on the proof of work was traded um to our uh one of the wells in the community mr alpha block and um uh but i can say i mean obviously i was uh it's been a, a wonderful year and a half which is kind of crazy to say that that the miners um have been out that long it seemed like yesterday when we were uh we had our claim passes and we're minting the mini miners we were so uh, gracefully given um by the block packs community um and uh i'll never i'll never forget to i wasn't in discord at the time and all of a sudden my phone just blew up on that that day when, when the reveal came out that i got uh 999 and it was just like one of those just out of this world moments and uh I was so blessed to have scored that that uh butte um and if you could imagine what my DMs look like after that, and certainly one of the guys that was in my DMs was uh, Mr. Uh, Alpha, and um, you know he always always has been a gracious member of the community, and uh, he said if you ever sell want to sell this thing, don't don't forget about me. And you know as we've gone through the evolution of block packs and getting to know each other, and I've I've followed Alpha on various social media uh, outlets and uh, seen his his uh, incredible fondness of of art and collecting and just this um, you know it's and I think we all have it we're all um, in the center of our being just kids at heart right and this is kind of probably what draws us all together to block packs is is being in touch with that our, our child self um, but uh you know so so with that it was you know in the, to kind of get back to what happened yesterday and it mm-hmm. really i knew i never i knew i wanted to hold on to um 999 
none um for a while uh, you know everybody's kind of probably in their life either held on to an investment too long or too short um and for me it's always been i'm i'm a little bit of the wagney guy right you know i hold on to it too long and end up selling at the low point i certainly did that in the nft um bust and boom if you will in 21 and part of 22 um and uh so but you know certainly we we are we have a long way to go with with the lost miners and and mm -hmm. the legacy foundation that will be supporting you know the lost miners forever and ever um so i certainly see this token becoming um a center point of the collection um as it grows yeah. and um so anyways i i was uh it was it was the right time and and um i i as we all can we love to have some infusion of capital and uh to diversify our assets nice. and that was an opportunity and you know alpha was ready to make that move too and um you know here we are it's in his wallet. yeah now alpha uh what what is it about this miner is it the providence of it or is it the style of miner what is it that drew you to this so first off I, I'll, I'll say because it's kind of interesting um i've always wanted this particular miner and it's not really it's not really about the artwork and it's definitely not about the style or traits of that miner it's a uh, hundred percent about it being token number nine 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 and um i actually wanted that token um before the art was ever revealed on on it because i truly believe it's part of um blockchain history and um yeah i was surprised and excited when um tito uh, reached out to me um literally i guess it was the day before yesterday um and uh and said that he was considering selling it um i'm gonna tell you what his asking price was on it because uh i think it's probably uh maybe important for the community to know that i will preface this by saying i had no intentions of talking about this um at all <laughs> um but it kind of uh i guess it kind of broke people started talking about it so it's probably best just to let everyone know actually what happened um he sent me a message that would be wonderful <laughs> you know, he sent me a message he was asking um fifty thousand dollars for it and he sent me a really cool concise little thing that said why fifty thousand and um i'll read it to you really fast because he did it concise in bullet points and it was really it was pretty great how he laid it out and he said the last nft minute on the last collection launched from the last the last contract deployed on ethereum's proof of work the alpha token of lost miners block packs only legacy collection block packs has allocated 500 million bpx establishing the lost miners legacy foundation its stated purpose is to reward those who facilitate the advancement of the lost miners and help increase awareness of this historic collection all this comes on the heels of potential exponential growth in the black packs ecosystem and it's funny because i 100 percent agree with what he wrote there um it's just a matter of getting to you know a, a price anywhere near that fifty thousand dollar asking price um 
There was a couple things, though, that were really important to me that he left out of his very well-crafted um, sales pitch. And there are things that don't really get talked about much within the community. And I think it's probably, if these things were talked about more, um, the floor prices of miners might not be um, where they're so readily accessible um, to be able to buy. And those two things that matter a lot to me, um, first one is that there's a plan in place eventually for the artwork um, to be put on the blockchain. So the artwork for the, the miners to be put on the blockchain. That's important because when that occurs, I think, is this magical time when you could combine that with a public um, relations campaign and get a whole bunch of um, awareness about this collection. And so there's something big planned with that putting on the blockchain that I think can draw a whole lot of eyes into the collection and the historical significance of the collection as a whole. And so that's something that I think um, is really important and exciting to me. Um, the other thing, and it's probably the biggest thing in my mind that really drives the value um, or what I perceive the value to be for miners long-term, we never hear it really talked about, but I'm gonna try to explain it and see if it makes any sense at all. But in real life, the Ethereum miners, the, the guys that were out mining Ethereum, they literally built this uh, technological wonder so without the miners, we wouldn't have Ethereum as we have as we know it now. And we wouldn't have all these other chains and the side chains and, and the entire technology would not have advanced to where it has advanced to at this point. Those miners were like essential for it. Um, everything got to a point, though, where we had to get acceptance from the, the whole outside world. And in order to do that, we basically blamed the um, failures of Ethereum, the fact that maybe it wasn't green enough and um, that, you know, there was other issues with it that made it inefficient, kind of on the miners. And they were like the face of the negative side of the blockchain. And um, they then literally just got the lights turned off on them. And I'm not by any means saying that this was a necessary or important part of the evolution of the blockchain. I'm just saying it's one of these things that happened. And but these people that had built the the technology helped it get to the point that it was at, then had the lights turned off on them. And they literally a lot of them lost a whole lot of money they made big investments in um, infrastructure and things, and it just got kind of like pulled out from under them. And it's amazing that this lost miner project, being the last contract deployed on the proof of work, a hundred percent in my mind, I don't believe that it is possible for any project ever in the future to better represent that group of people. And um, and what they did for us and the fact that they just got lost. They're gone, they're forgotten. People don't care about the miners anymore. And um, I believe that that group of people, the vast, vast majority of them have no idea that there's this, this PFP project that is historically significant 
and it hundred percent represents them as a person. It represents who they are. I've never seen a PFP project ever that better represents a certain group of people. And so then when you look at how big that group of people is, it's staggering because when the plug was pulled, there were a million people mining Ethereum, a million miners lost in the blink of an eye. And now we have this, this project that 100% represents those miners. And um, it's amazing that they're going to chase 10,000 tokens. So at some point in the future, the world's going to know about the Lost Miner Project. And that's easy. It's funny. I was I talked to Jeff about this a little bit. That part of it, that awareness, that can be bought. So it's not hard. It's just a matter of timing it right and doing it. But the awareness that's needed for all these people to find out about it, that's going to happen at some point in the future. And um, it's all about timing it right. My opinion is that whenever the art goes on the blockchain, it's the perfect time to, to really start that public relations campaign and get this information and the story out to the whole world. But once it gets out to the world, there's a group of a million plus people that this project 100% represents them as a person. And there's only 10,000 tokens. And so you don't really have to be a rocket scientist to be able to do the math on that and understand that $200 is probably not going to um, be the price for very long once that awareness happens. And so, you know, for me, I'm in no hurry and I'm completely, but I 100% believe. Um, it's kind of funny because before I bought 9999, I talked to one of my partners and we were talking about the price. And he asked me, he said, do you think that this token 9999 is worth more than 200 miners, 200 floor miners? And I told him, no, I don't. I don't believe that it's worth 200 miners. But I also believe that it's the only token that um, represents the very last of the last contract. And that last is what makes the project so important. The fact that it's not just representing, you know, the, the art and the story about being lost miners, it is the last contract. And this is the last token minted on that contract. You can't replace it. So whereas right. I might always be able to buy a floor miner, the price may be way higher than it is right now. I'll always be able to buy floor miners, but the last token, there's a good chance if it's not me that's buying it, someone else buys it. I never have an opportunity to buy that again in my lifetime. And so, and there's a really good possibility that no one in our lifetime has the chance to buy that token again now. So um, that's why <laughs> that token was so important to me. And it's why I was willing to, I think, probably pay more for the token than what the current, if you were just looking at the market conditions and what's going on and floor prices of the, the miners, it may not make a whole lot of sense um, if that's the only context you're looking at, but I'm looking at a context um, way outside that. And so what I ended up giving Tito for this um, token and 
Tito, I guess I'll ask, are you okay with me divulging this? Oh, 110%. Absolutely. Okay, so what we actually ended up agreeing on, um, I gave him 10,000 um, USDC, 500,000 BPX, and $1 million, or not dollars, $1 million BPX. In, <laughs> that'd be great. Sorry, Tito. <laughs> but $1 million, um, BPX in future drips. And so basically, I think it comes out to be around, you know, $40,000 um, or maybe a little more, or a little less. And so it may be outside of what would make sense in just the context of current floor prices, et cetera. But um, it makes a whole lot of sense to me. And I think it made sense for um, Tito. And I think he was happy. I'm definitely happy. And I think it's one of those rare cases where two people, um, came together and agreed upon something having a value um, outside of maybe what a current market um, would say. And so I'm super excited to have it. And um, I 100% believe in the miners project and um, what the future for this project is going to be. And definitely think that there's a, a lot of opportunity within it right now. That's amazing. Thank you for uh, sharing that with us and uh, giving us your views on the miners and the future of them and uh, and the history of them too and your feelings on that. It's really wild. Uh, Tito, did you have any plans? Do you have any your eye on something you want to add to your collection now? Did uh, you have a little, uh, little walking around money, so to speak? Yeah, actually, um, once I got the money, uh, I mean, I knew or I knew when I was going to get the money that I was going to reinvest it in block packs um, because I believe in the project that much. Uh, I just, you know, as I kind of said earlier, I wanted to diversify my portfolio of block packs, which was, you know, inherently um, uh, hidden in 9999. And, um, and I'm just so glad that, that uh, Al and I, have that uh, mutual respect for each other and certainly mutual respect for that token to make this deal. But yeah, moving forward, um, you know, I have some, some cool things that I'm doing with some other folks within, within the community. And uh, certainly I think, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the um, market maker that maybe I once was, but uh and I'm hoping that BPX is, is bottoming out, and uh, so that was a good time to pick up some some BPX. And and uh, you know, as Eric maybe will tell us uh, later that they're going to create some more for, <laughs> for the token, and um, ultimately more demand. So I'm happy as I can be. Yes, I appreciate uh, Alpha for for so eloquently um, revealing to us his uh, collector's thesis. I feel like usually when I was when I was in the DMs, I was kind of doing the typing as um, a solicitor, but uh, you know, <laughs> we, I think we all look up to Alpha and his years and years and years of collecting just about everything that you can possibly do um, and even losing uh, things that you can possibly collect too. Um, right, right. <laughs> anyways, yeah, this, well, this is a great, great moment in time, I think. This was awesome. Uh, I want to thank you, Tito, you, Alpha, for coming on. Um, 
it was a historic day in the uh, Black Packs world. And uh, we got to hear from both of you firsthand about the deal. So this was wonderful. How Thanks for having me. And finally, I'd like to thank all of you, our listeners and followers. And uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And we'll talk to you all soon. Seacrest out. <laughs> You've been listening to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra. Thank you for tuning into our show. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand and came up on stage, helping to make BPX the best community. BPX is a community built by collectors for collectors. That's it for this show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.